0: welcome to another episode of soul filling where you get your soul fed i'm tiffany i'm jasmine and i'm kobe and today i just want to start off talking about the most amazing weekend we just had Mm. we were invited back to the blossom and soul fest and we did a little Podcast, and we talked about self love. And if you haven't listened to our self love podcast, which is our first episode ever, mm. you definitely want to listen to that yes. one first. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so a hundred gems in there, but we just had so much fun. I know I did. I was dancing. Oh. I was eating good. I was socializing. I was buying stuff. <laughs> so, just really want to shout out to Coco Bates. Also. Want to shout out Social Complex. They had a black podcast meetup, and it was absolutely amazing. I didn't know there were so many black podcasts in Houston, and it was immediately, like, family. We had some really, really good discussions that, like, got a little heated. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely... need to talk about some of those topics but um (laughs) just want to give them a huge shout out and a huge shout out to egos and opinions who was in the building as well facts of life podcast and single in the loop podcast we see them everywhere so it's been a great weekend on this side and we hope you guys had a great weekend or a weekday as well so today we are talking about releasing and the reason why I was thinking about this is because I went to the Tyler Perry Farewell play And one part of the play He was just talking about Releasing your past Mm. And I was like "Mm, Release should be the name of the next episode (laughs) So let's dive right into it I'm going to start off with a quote I read this really good article On Medium About how to release your pain And one of the um, sections from it said, you cannot hold on to feelings of sadness and disappointment because doing so means to inhibit life flowing through you. And what that meant to me is just like when we have something pent up or we go through something, it gets us stuck. It, it doesn't allow love to move through you anymore because you essentially have built up walls. Mm-hmm. So I want to start off this podcast asking you guys, Has has pain ever stopped you or stunted your growth? And if so, what what situation has that been? So I'm just going to read that again so y'all can reflect on it. The quote said, you cannot hold on to feelings of sadness and disappointment because doing so means to inhibit life flowing through you. And the question is, has your pain stopped you? Has it stunted your growth? And if you just want to think back to any circumstances, has it, or is it stunting your
1: growth in any aspect? Um, I mean, it's no specific situation. I think, it, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say this. I remember, and even now, there's like, it's probably like less, but like once a month. But there were a point in times where I would have like breakdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Just emotionally, just like all this stuff built up, and then it would just pile up to got to a point where I'm just like crying you know Mm -hmm. but I think I had to recognize you know those traits like I was getting going off on people I love you Mm -hmm. know being real short with my parents my brother, you know my little sister for no reason my boyfriend Uh you know or it was me kind of um Maybe I wasn't saying anything. I kind of put up, like you said, put up that wall. I kind mm-hmm. of separated mm-hmm. myself because I didn't want to go off on Right. right. Been it there. the opposite. <laughs> been there. You know. Right. Um, but like I said, it's no specific situations. It was just maybe it's because I'm not happy with where I am. I'm mad at myself because mm-hmm. I should have did this, should have did that. You know, right. it's that regret. Maybe it was anxiety, stress. You know, I think it's, it's different emotions at different times. But I think first you have to recognize, okay, what am I? Those like, why mm-hmm. am I getting mm-hmm. mad at people? You know, why mm-hmm. are those toxic traits mm-hmm.
0: coming out right yes, now? Yes, exactly. To step back and re- reevaluate. Okay, what's really going on? Exactly. I
1: don't want to be around nobody right now. Exactly. And everybody's irritating yes. me right I'm now. Irritating. Yes.
0: <laughs> I don't want to talk. I want to <laughs> be far, far away. Mm-hmm. I get it. And that's a really good thing to bring bring up. What are your traits that are causing like? What is being so so pent up inside that, it's called that is causing these toxic traits to, traits to come out? Yeah. Whether big or small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder I what see. y'all's toxic traits are. The, mine are the same <laughs> as Kobe's. You know, I go off, I do all that.
2: I get uh, short. I right. don't be looking
0: at you. I just wanna be far away.
2: Really irritable. <laughs> but, ooh, yeah, for me, a painful situation or a time in my life, I would Since we love to talk about relationships, (laughs) I'm just going to keep it at relationships for now. And I'm sure as podcasts go, I'll dive deeper. But um, just, you know, being in a relationship that was unhealthy um, in my past, it caused me to become so guarded and and to a point to where I couldn't open up and let love in. Um, Always feeling like I had to be on guard, always feeling like I had to be two steps ahead always feeling like I couldn't trust, couldn't open up to trust you. I just felt like that was um, a huge thing and it, how it brought me so much pain. Like, I don't ever want to relive this experience again. Yes. I was trying to catch it and, catch and be and try to overthink and overanalyze every little thing so that I can mm-hmm. prevent myself from being there instead of just... Flowing and letting feeling and flow. letting, yes, letting it flow and just mm. a- enjoying the experience and not thinking that this person can bring me the same amount of pain that this old relationship once have had in my past. So, yeah. Yes. Wow. That's just, a-
0: yeah, That's exactly the same for me, because um, if y'all have been listening for the last 100 episodes, y'all <laughs> know that my ex-boyfriend, we were together for like six, seven years, And so when we broke up, which I'm the one who broke up last, it pained me so much because I loved him so much. Mm. Still dudes. But um, I loved him so much that I didn't want to hurt anyone like I hurt him. Mm. And I didn't want anyone to hurt me like I kind of hurt myself at the same time. Mm. And um, just because I'm like, why can't I be with him? Like, I love him so much, but I, I felt in my heart that I couldn't be with him. So I, it was really painful to let go of him and his family, and so I was thinking the next person has to be my husband. Like he has to be him, yeah. and so I was I built up walls that I didn't even know I built up, mm-hmm. and um and so I would say this all the time, and I thought this was <laughs> the right thing to say. Like the next one's gonna be my husband, and so I was really particular. Mm-hmm. Like if he didn't have the, this or that or what's the feeling instead of um i was just really trying to prevent myself pick through (laughs) pick through each person that you to make sure that i won't get hurt Mm. but the truth is you the truth is you might get hurt again and so what ended up happening is that like i said like i met someone that i really really liked but since i wasn't sure and I was like, if I'm not sure, then that must mean something. And, mm-hmm. Or he's not this, you know, not this perfect list that I had. And it wasn't like a real perfect list. Like he has to be this high or he has to make this much or anything like that. It was other things. I wasn't sure. So I just thought this wasn't going to work because I'm not sure. But the but it, something was there. And so mm-hmm. I built up that wall of this isn't the perfect thing I thought it was that I never gave it a try and then I realized later that I was in love with that person (laughs) and so um and so it's like oh dang and then all I have to say is when you build up walls like that and you don't um let them come down or you don't Release. release that pain that you had and know that everything's gonna be all right you could miss out on your blessing Absolutely. and that doesn't go to say like that person might have not even been the one but i just know that i wouldn't want to ever like have to think maybe this or maybe that mm-hmm. but another thing is just like in situations like that mm-hmm. you have to be able you have to realize that you have to the next person might not be your husband and the person after that might not be your husband or your wife, but you have to keep trying Mm. Um, and there's Mm. a lot that goes into that until you have to keep your heart open in order to let love in. If your heart is closed, you can't let love in. Eventually, someone's going to be there to be that perfect match for you, but you have to trust God to know that Mm. if you release it, release this pain, that everything's gonna be all right mm-hmm. and another thing when actually talking to this guy one of the things he said when I was telling him like oh look I actually realized that I love you and um mm-hmm. I didn't say that but I was like <laughs> I like you a lot um he was like well you haven't even dealt with the you're telling yeah, like you hard. haven't even dealt with you haven't even healed yourself from mm-hmm. your past relationship and I'm wow. like bro like what you mean like yeah.
1: mm-hmm. oh and I was That's like exactly
0: yes and i was like and i really thought about that and took that to heart i'm like is that true and it is true and it's and even though we've been broken up for like three years Mm -hmm. i still didn't deal or confront it yes and so now i'm on this journey of my 555 journey is what i like to say it's like no attachments and miracles are happening and god Mm -hmm. is in the midst of things and it's just like when I say I don't have a no attachments to anyone, I just really don't. Like This is like mm-hmm. no one, like romantically. And so it's just like now I've been able to really heal and feel mm-hmm. and let go. And so you have to heal first. Well, you don't always have to heal first. Sometimes other people can make you heal, mm-hmm. help yes, you heal. That's true. But I just know... I need to heal. Yes. Or I,
1: I think to go to add on to that Mm -hmm. in order to release whatever emotions that you have pent up, you have to identify the situation that caused that. You have to have closure with that situation, Mm -hmm. and and then thirdly, like to heal from that situation. Mm
0: -hmm. But sometimes you think you're healed, but you're not. And and it's important.
2: (laughs) that you said that because we think just because something happened to us so long, so long ago mm-hmm. that has been the time like cause we always say it takes time to heal but although it has been time but if you don't specifically and intentionally confront that thing and give it the specific dedicate that specific mm-hmm. amount of time just for healing like you actually mm-hmm. have to try to heal that thing if you just put it on the back burner and said, this happened to me years ago. So I must be healed since time heals all wounds instead of actually confronted that thing or whatever it may be. And just say, Hey, I'm going to give this my energy so that I can come, come to it, confront it and, and try to heal from it. And and it's not going to be perfect. All you can do is try, but the fact that you put forth an effort to to actively engage and identify and say, Hey, I'm, I'm gonna try to release it. And The best thing that we can do, and the Bible verse I love is, "Cast your cares on God." Just cast mm-hmm. that thing that may be paining you, and you may have to cast it ten times, a thousand times, just to, to finally feel like the weight has been lifted. But in the moment you start to try to cast it on God, I honestly believe God will take that that pain away and allow you to heal.
0: Right, and and then also, I don't even even know. What it? What are the actual steps to heal? To be honest, I just feel like I'm in some type of process. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I'm like, okay, so everyone's saying heal, heal, heal. But what does that really look like? I know one thing is is yeah, forgiving yourself, and one thing is identifying it, but and going to God. But like, is there more steps?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna look different for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it starts with forgiveness.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yourself. mm-hmm yeah i do yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna look different for everyone it's i don't think it's one specific approach to the healing process what may work for you may work different for me definitely but i just think as long as you're being intentional about it and saying like my intentions is to heal mm-hmm. and and god send me whatever tools I need to do whatever exercises I need to perform like so that I can heal because I don't think it's one way to heal maybe some people heal with um actually putting energy toward their craft some people may heal with actually you know writing it down some people may heal with praying prayer but I don't think it's a time limit like you can't say it in in 10 days i'll be healed in one year i'll be healed we, don't, we just don't know but just the fact that you in, intentionally put forth the effort to heal and that's going to look different mm-hmm. different exercises maybe you can seek like talking about it that could help heal whether that's talking about it with close ones or uh, with counseling going to counseling therapy like mm-hmm. it's just so mm-hmm. many different yeah. tools out there for us to heal um maybe maybe nature spending time in nature talking to god dancing like it's just so many different things so many maybe you may need six of these different things 12 of these different things to collectively heal i think it's a very integrative and a holistic process it's not just one way to heal
0: that actually makes me think of like on this skin journey to better skin Mm -hmm. but it's also like so when you're doing this or whatever you do it's like you're trying to figure out okay what's gonna work for me so i'm looking at all these youtubers and all these articles and Mm -hmm. you know how do you cure cystic acne like how do you um cure benign tumors and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of different things and a lot of things work for one person another thing worked for something else and then you read in the comments like that that didn't work for me blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I'm glad that you said that um uh, to try different methods but I, I bring up the skincare routine is because a lot of times we said this in one of our old podcasts we'll start something for like one second and be like no this doesn't work mm. but we don't stay on the routine and keep trying and keep mm. um crafting it to make it better and better that best fits you hmm. and so and you might and I just want you guys if y'all are trying to heal y'all release something and you're trying to heal it's just like don't give up on praying don't give up on journaling don't give up on trying to make yourself better absolutely after one week you're like oh this shit don't work let me just go <laughs> drink alcohol or let right. me just get some weed or you know let me use um inefficient coping mechanism negative coping mechanisms that might put you down a different spiral Mm -hmm. but really staying on a routine and cultivating a routine that is
2: good for your soul right and then if you do see something Mm -hmm. that's not working don't be afraid to try a different method yes like just like you said just because this worked for me it may not work for you and just Mm because this is working for your best friend or your mom it may not work for you but still go seek other outlets go seek as many as you possibly can till you find that right one that truly gets to the root and i think one thing that really does help with the healing process is being able to identify just start mm-hmm. there cuz i know for me so so many times i i got caught up with the the speaking positive affirmations over it so that we can change our situation that I wouldn't even identify with the actual situation because I was I was always like, oh, that I would try to act like it's not going on. Like, oh, I am healthy. I am this. I am I am all these things, but I didn't actually want to confront with what I'm I I actually am at the mm-hmm. time. So sometimes I know it's good to speak positivity in your life and to try to, you know, speak and create the life that you want. But sometimes you do need to sit back and look at life and see what's going on, not to to bring you down, but just to identify, okay, this is where I am right now, I'm not happy with this, like, go ahead and let yourself know, like, I'm not, for me, I'm not happy with, with my skin, or I'm not happy with my, uh, not, not, like, skin acne, let me just, or blemishes for me, it's <laughs> blemishes, because I don't want people to think, oh, go bleach your skin, then, no, <laughs> Absolutely not. let me make sure I, I specify, like, I'm not happy with the blemishes that are on my skin, so I wasn't happy with uh, your weight, your eating habits. So identify that. Let yourself know. So the, they say the first step to correcting the problem is actually identifying the problem. So when you identify it, then it makes you that much closer to actually healing the problem. That's why when we go to the doctor, the doctor asks you, what's going on? You don't go in there, you got 103 degree fever. you telling yourself, I have a normal blood temperature. <laughs> I mean, body temperature. I feel great. Like, yes. And yeah. you want to eventually get to that state, but like, let's just speak the facts right now. What's going on. Okay. Now let's put that, that optimism and speak where you want to be.
0: That actually just tying back to like a skin journey. And, it, and it, it's what it sounds like to me. It's just like, okay. So think of the positive affirmations as a, um, proactive or something like that Mm -hmm. so it's just like okay you're gonna do this three-step process but what is the root of the problem can i identify the root of the problem Mm -hmm. what is it in my body that's going on that is producing the cystic acne or whatever you have Mm -hmm. and so it's the same thing with you'll really never heal it you'll just be covering up with like if you're just using positive affirmations Mm -hmm. first you got to see okay well um why do I need this positive affirmation? What is the root of why I'm feeling this way? Identify it. And then you could say, then you could use your positive affirmations. Then you can start fixing the inside. If you're thinking about skin health, eating healthier or whatever, you need mm-hmm. to be eating more probiotics. And with that, using the proactive or Murad, that can also help along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also it's good to get to that root problem.
1: So that just made me think of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> no, I, mean, I I do want to go back and um, just about you know the situation. If, if it's a situation where you're mad or you know you've been betrayed or you've been hurt, you know, it's like some You're the root of your issue is someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, then I really do feel still feel like it is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the Lord's prayer, you know, our Father, um, Lord in heaven, how be thy name, thy kingdom come. You know, yes, yeah, so and if you walk all the way through it, forgive those who trespass against us, right? Mm-hmm. And now, forgiveness does not mean forget. Like, I get it. You know, you may not, you'll always, you know, still think about, like, man, that person, I can't believe that person did this to me. But if you truly forgive them, mm-hmm. then no matter what, like, you'll be able to get over that hunt. Like, you'll be able to, you know, release that situation. And you know enough. you have power over Yes. Them. Yes.
0: And that makes me think of something Tyler Perry said in his um Farewell, Madea Farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just saying, if there's a person who did something to you and you have the opportunity to do something back to them and you do it, that shows me, me what type of person you are. Yeah. shows me that if I do something to you, you go do the same thing back to me. But it's, it's a different type of person. When someone does something to you, you have the opportunity to do something back to them and you don't you do don't. it. That just means it doesn't have power over you anymore. Yeah. You're taking the higher road. And um it, it sounds like forgiveness to me. Yeah, it's like definitely. okay, cool, you done that to me. I get it. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I have to get it. I'm, right. I'm I'm over it. Yeah. I have to move on with my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not about to have this negative cycle yes. going over and over <laughs> again.
2: Exactly. An analogy for that, um, forgiveness, it says this imagine if a person has a hot coal in their hand. And they toss you the hot cold because they don't want it. So now you have this hot cold. You mad at them because they even handed you this. Like, how could you hand me this? Knowing that this can bring me pain. This can actually burn me, injure me. So you mad at them. But instead of you releasing by dropping the hot cold because they have given it to you steady just carrying it around mad like how could this person 10 days later you still is <laughs> burning a hole it's causing all types of like mm. pain and detriment to your your hand Ding, you're about to oh, fall off God. by now and you like steady walking around like how could they have done this to me like t- a month later you still hanging on to that hot coal it's still doing now this time your whole arm about to burn off and you like <laughs> Walking around just angry, wow. sending so much energy to them when you could have just released that hot cold the moment that they gave it to you,
1: but instead wow. you
2: walked around holding it and, and complaining and blaming them for giving it to you in the first place instead of just releasing.
1: That's good. Wow, it's add on to that. I'm sorry, this is last thing. Oh, girl, you better talk. It just made me think about something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, somebody out on LinkedIn and somebody put the scenario of if you had a hundred thousand oh, dollars yes. or no it's, it's
2: 80 i know what you
1: mean
2: you could just give a random number that we won't know no nah, but i want the real number <laughs> I it was a large number
1: it was i want to say it's like 84,000
2: let's
1: I'm just say 84,000 84, let's say you had 84,000 dollars and someone stole you know like ten mm-hmm. ten dollars would you be mad did you have
0: it <laughs> That's no. a lot more, yes, <laughs> exactly. I, mean, like the,
2: the, like, I still would be mad I mean, at the principal, right? The principal. Yeah, yeah, the principal, but Did I ain't gonna
0: view
1: you like tripping them, right? right? And they so it's the same. We have, I want to say it is 84, we have 84,000 seconds oh. in a day, right? Mm-hmm. So, would you? be mad if someone took ten seconds of that you, you know you know mm-hmm. let that person ten seconds of your day ruin the whole, whole the rest you gonna throw away the
2: whole eighty four thousand just because somebody it th- stole <laughs> <that>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like you if someone steals ten exactly. ten dollars of your eighty four thousand are you gonna the throw the whole eighty four thousand away? No. No. So if someone steals ten Six seconds with a small interaction, exactly. are you gonna just throw the rest of your day away.
0: And you know what? With that too and sometimes you could be the culprit in why you feel some type of way. I know yeah. for myself, like, I really don't like making people feel bad. But yeah. sometimes I do sometimes for my selfish ways, that sometimes I go unnoticed. And if somebody brings that to my attention, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, damn, I was not trying to, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was trying to be that yeah. way. But I'm really, I, I guess I am really. I, I see that. Me. I yeah. can see that. And so with that, don't allow that 10 seconds, okay, To Like, you see the problem, now go fix it. Like, you can fix it with other people, and you can fix it with yourself. So if you feel like um, someone brings to your attention, like, you're really being selfish today, and it made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, oh, probably at first, like, I have just done, like, a few seconds ago. Oh, you could be like, you get a little defensive, but then you could think about it and be like, okay, let me go make this wrong or right. And then you'll feel better. Yeah, <laughs> and y'all will both feel, feel better because, like, I understand you, and I and you understand me now. And I'm showing you like what you said is valid, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm going to change my ways because I don't want to make you feel that way anymore.
1: Again, yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: a lot of times. Like people don't want to be wrong so much that they yeah. keep it pent up, and now we both stay mad.
1: Mm.
2: We
0: threw away the whole day, the whole year, the whole relationship.
2: <laughs> well, sometimes y'all, yeah. <laughs> everyone is not as kind-hearted and as mature yeah. as Tiffany. And like, if you think, I kind of think about that as like childhood trauma, traumatic experiences. And I was reading, um, and there's like Harvard studies of research that childhood traumatic experiences can go from as like, deep and serious is from like sexual abuse um to like something that's and I don't think this is small at all but like verbal verbal abuse like okay. constantly putting a child down telling them that they're dumb telling them that they're stupid and or just speaking negative negativi- negativity negativity <laughs> into that child's life I don't know why I can say that word but <laughs> in so sometimes you grow up and maybe it's a loved one or someone that's close to you. It could have been a bigger brother, I mean, an older brother, older sister that just kind of, in some cases, they they can be a bully in in, in most child's lives. And those are traumatic experiences that that stems from childhood. And sometimes people grow up in their adult life and they still look to their mother or, or their older brother, older sibling for forgiveness. Like, how could they not come back and try to right the wrong and now it it said it can cause um things like low self-esteem in your adult life and these are things that can actually rewire and re um develop the brain like neurotransmitters in the the brain based on these traumatic experiences as a child so if someone don't come back and and try to correct it's up to us to Mm -hmm. to try to seek our own redemption and try to Heal from those cords and and, and essentially release and, and mm-hmm. release that from coming to um, someone not coming to just tell you that they're sorry and I and I was wrong for treating you mm-hmm. like that and wrong for to speak I mean for speaking to you like that because I know um, me and my elder sibling I'm gonna just say sibling because mm-hmm. she was like sibling to me was just so rude like would point out all of my insecurities. And if some things wasn't even things to be insecure, they would like manipulate you and try to use reverse psychology and try to things that they really want in themselves. Mm-hmm. They will make you feel insecure because I know she was dealing with weight issues and she would always call me skinny. Mm-hmm. And I would think that was a bad thing, but all the while she wanted to mm-hmm. lose weight and she, was, she was saying, it was crazy. Like it was, I remember one point in, in our life, like we was in high school, she was in high school and I wasn't, I was in middle school Like, she was, like, trying to send, like, these seductive pictures to a boy and was, like, let me just use your body and and hide the face. And I'm, like, hell to the no. You cannot use my body. But it's, like, but all those times you you put me Mm -hmm. down and made me feel so bad about my weight. But now I realize, like, it was because you wanted to be that. Mm -hmm. So we have to release because we never know. Sometimes people can make you feel bad Mm -hmm. for being you. And it's really all the all the time because they want or they're envious. So.
0: Definitely, that's true. That's true. There's a there's a lot that goes into it. Being able to forgive yourself and forgive others. And I know on the situ- depending on the situation, because like the things I talk about are pretty minuscules. Nothing very traumatic. You know, I'm just very sensitive to like people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't even really imagine really bigger things you know mm. so um yeah um so what i read also in this article um there was a neuro uh neurologist and this is really crazy guys she found out that emotion stays inside your nervous system for mm. two
1: and a half minutes
0: whether mm. that's grief whether that's anger whether that's whatever. Mm. It stays in your nervous system for two and a half minutes. It's us who choose to harp on it for years and months and days. Mm. So I was reading another article that it was saying that you need to if you're feeling something, like I said, don't use the you can't always use the band-aid of positive affirmations. They said feel it. Mm. Feel what you're feeling. Is it anger? Is it disappointment? Feel it, and then they said, perceive it, acknowledge it, and then learn the lesson from it. Mm. Take whatever you can from that emotion to like figure out okay, you know, what do I need to take from this feeling?
2: Mm.
0: What lesson needs to be learned from this feeling? Mm. And release it. I mean, it's gonna release by itself in two and a half minutes. Mm. But, um, well, another quote that I got this article was good, y'all have to link it, but it was saying how you choose to it was basically saying how you choose to deal with your trauma after it happens um how you choose to deal with your your trauma after it happens is what your the fabric of your life is going to be made out of Mm -hmm. so you could like we were saying in the other podcast about once upon a time um people have traumatic experiences and we could use it as something that Makes us a bad person, like this person did something bad to me, so I'm gonna do something bad to the rest of the world. Mm. Or you could choose to say, This dramatic experience is going to not have power over me, but empower me to be a better person and help mm. others
1: mm. and and to live a life of positivity. Yes, let that be the fuel for your fire. Like, to you know, really, it goes back to Drake in that interview with um, on the, the shop with um. LeBron James mm-hmm. and how that whole situation with him and Kanye, and you know, like how he felt betrayed about that situation. He said instead of responding to it, he wrote that album mm-hmm. his latest album, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's all I think about it. With is letting whatever, like in basketball, that's how it was for us in basketball. Oh, you mm-hmm. mad? Okay, well, yeah. go go take it out on that te- the right. other team, your opponent, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you letting them beat you. you, you know, you they're outsmarting you. And instead of getting upset about it and complaining when they're not playing fair, or you know,
0: mm-hmm. do
1: do what you know, go back to the basics. Absolutely, yes. go back to the basics.
2: And I think that's that's important. Like, it, and I think it, it's very tricky with traumatic experiences like that because mm-hmm. they do. I, I would, I would be. I don't think I would. I would feel I can't. I wouldn't feel right just saying like you know, forget about that traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Just go live your best life, right? Because traumatic experiences mm-hmm. are called traumatic for a reason. That mm-hmm. means like they traumatically have altered some part of your being. But what I will say, I will say, knowing that and it's. I think it's all about understanding and understanding how to use. Tools, the tools we talked about to try to get, to build yourself. It's like mm-hmm. with traumatic experiences, these experiences have broken you down. Right. So now it's like understanding I, I can build myself back up again. Mm-hmm. And so with building myself back up again, I can start doing all these positive things, like turning it into something for my empowerment. Right. Like Kobe was just saying, but like first under, cause some people I just, I'm trying to put my, myself in, in the shoes of people that are probably listening as like, because these are habits, Mm -hmm. like these are habits and habits become our paradigm and paradigms are just a bunch of habits grouped together that display your lifestyle. And so it's like, even I think about me just trying to break certain habits that I don't feel that big, but I'm just thinking about someone that's all they know, all they know, all they've ever experienced is people beating down on them, beating down. And I've been at that point in my life where I just blame my situations on this person for not being in my life, this person for being absent, this person for not giving me enough hugs. Like, And those experiences really make you feel small. Mm-hmm. They make you feel small and like life is greater than you. But until you tell yourself enough times, until you show yourself and love yourself and cultivate yourself with God, of course, to to, to build yourself up to that strength that you know, like, okay, I'm actually larger than life. I'm larger than the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm larger than, and then once you realize, okay, I'm larger than, you understand, like, I'm worthy. Mm -hmm. I'm worthy to do this. I'm worthy to have this. Because I know at one point in my life, I didn't even believe that it was possible for me to ever earn a certain salary. And I feel like these blocks are still on me because this is all I've known. This is all my parents ever had. This is all anyone around me that's close to me has ever had. So I'm like, some part of me block certain blessings because I truly, genuinely have not believed that I could attain these things. I feel like it's bigger than me and I feel like it's it's so far fetched and I and it's like I, I can't grab onto that. So only when I tell myself and, and cultivate myself and put myself in in the environment and put my surround myself around people that can emulate and embody these things. When I can always tell when I've been distanced for so long then I start to feel small and I'm like, okay, let me check my surroundings. Who am I feeding myself with? what, what type of media am I feeding into my, my being? Because I, I start feeling small. But when I build myself up, and that's why it's not a one a one-stop shop. You constantly have to do this on a daily, a weekly, a monthly, a yearly, a secondly basis, because the moment you stop doing it, you can go back in your traumatic exp- experiences can have that hold on you. So mm-hmm. it's like a constant building to so that you can become bigger than that experience.
0: That's a word. I really believe mm-hmm. that with habits, habits form your entire life. And we just have to, you know, retrain our minds to...
2: Because any moment we can habits. get triggered. Of course those triggers can, can... draw you back. Can draw you back. They can draw you back if we're not... It
0: literally... Fighting for your life, and um, um, there was a great metaphor. It was talking about um, if you build a dam of rocks with a flowing river. So just imagine a dam of rocks or a flowing river. Eventually, that river is gonna erode the rocks, and everything's gonna push through. The water's gonna push through, mm-hmm. and that was just a metaphor of when we like keep things inside. We're just have a, and it's trying to, mm-hmm. like, there's a little stuff that comes in with those short outbursts and, mm-hmm. you know, those other toxic traits that come out. But eventually everything's going to spill out. Like, you're going to go off somebody. You might hurt somebody, you know. <laughs> and so either way, inevitably, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's up to you to, to decide you either want it to come out now, confront it now, or have it come out later. Hmm. And it's better for you to let well, it just come out now. Because <laughs> you don't want stuff mm-hmm. just eroding. You know, you confront it now. Get over it. Not get over it now, but start building those habits now. Start figuring out what it is that's really messing with you.
2: Really? Um,
0: now, because we could go, You have gone like 40, 50, gone to their death
2: Years. with this. Years. And so
0: it's like, let it release now. But like you said, it's like it has, there's a lot of parts to it and I don't want to make it seem like it's easy, especially if y'all have come from um, very traumatic experiences. But know that you are greater and that mm-hmm. you can get through this. And Like you, we are here to say that you really can. Like your traumatic experiences is not who you are. It's just what you've been through.
2: Right, because I can't just... Like I just think about all the traumatic experiences out there like things of course they always talk about the the most um popular one like war um but things even like I never thought about this like natural disasters mm-hmm. that's a that can take someone through a very traumatic experience because thinking about you don't have food you have no security you've been everything right. that you had imagine it just being wiped away in a matter of seconds and then to, your your tomorrow's here on after you're you no longer have that. And um, mm-hmm. just maltreatment as a child, all these things just, they really can have a huge effect. Yeah. But you, one, we have to just identify, like let ourselves know, like this really did affect me. I really did go through that. But look, I survived that. I'm here for a reason. I lived through that thing. And now I, I can choose to tell the story out of this. I can choose to, 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 to inspire people with this it's a reason why that thing could have literally taken me out I could have if I was in war I could have gotten killed out there in the battlefield if I was in a natural disaster that natural disaster could have taken me out if I was suffering from ill treatment as a child like if it was ill to the very like very detriment point like I could have been taken out from that as well Or uh, just childhood abuse sexual abuse all of these things I'm like I can't even imagine yeah. like having to live and, and walk around and carry this mm-hmm. without ever a- releasing it without ever releasing that and that that is why a lot of anxiety depression and post-traumatic stress diseases do form in adults in the, and the in children and children everyone every, mm-hmm. yes everyone because like imagine holding on to these things and never really releasing it like you said you're either gonna suffer from it later. Or it's gonna come out now, it's gonna come out later. So why not let it come out now instead of waiting thirty years down rots
0: in your soul.
2: Yes, and it's causing you to be bitter with all your interactions, causing you to just be hateful, causing cancer cells. Yes. Like
0: you said, causing diabetes.
2: All Um, all of these
0: things. And I do wanna like reiterate also, like whether you are going through a traumatic experience or a minuscule experience, it's still your feeling. And your, mm-hmm. your feelings are valid, whether it's from heartbreak or whether it's from something just super terrible. You know, your feelings, whether big or small, are valid. And they all deserve to be looked at and then obliterated mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and to be healed. Like every everything that causes discomfort in your soul, it, it has the right to be healed. Hmm. and so I don't want y'all to think like I ain't been through nothing like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that does not
2: separate you from anything well heartbreak in and of itself we don't like to identify it and put it in that category Mm -hmm. but heartbreak is a form of traumatic experience as well it's an experience of emotional abuse sometimes it can be um, just what like emotional abuse self image um, negligence depending on the just what depending. the case domestic abuse? Like these are traumatic experience. Your heart goes through such deep, deep emotion mm-hmm. to where it forces you to to change.
0: Yeah, but all I'm saying is some some heartbreaks aren't that big. Yeah, or some aren't that think about big. It like that. Yeah,
2: because
0: I do agree with that. But I don't want anybody to think that since they didn't go through something traumatic, because a lot of people sometimes like I ain't been through that much. How can I even? Complain. How can I not, how can I even, when people are going through this and that, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, rather big or small, you have the right to feel the way you feel mm-hmm. and heal from that rather, rather big or small.
1: Got you.
2: Uh,
0: I was trying to like put my, my perspective of my heartbreak compared to a lot of other people's heartbreak mm-hmm. is probably minuscule, um, though it had a really big effect on me. Right. So uh, I was just saying your feelings whether you think it's big or small are valid and they de- they deserve the time to heal as well. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Uh, I was just lastly like, I don't know if this is just pushing it a little too far but just like with um, if anybody has watched Tidying Up on Netflix mm-hmm. um, I've watched that show and it basically is just teach you how to tidy up your house, and what I unexpectedly learned from tidying up is that you end up releasing a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and it makes you confront a lot in your life—the mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff that you've been hoarding on, like shirts that were from my ex-boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's hard, it's hard to, hard to let it go.
1: Annoying Yeah, like, I'm like you know, I have this. Like <laughs> this. And it hurt to let go. That's why mm. you talk about the skeletons in the closet. Wow. Girl. Like, what are you hiding? What are you, what have you pushed under the rug? Right. you even, and even it's, it. It, oh it's my I really do feel like that sometimes. Like, my room or my home is like a reflection of what's really going on in my life. Right. Mm.
0: And a lot of times you have to make room physically in the real and the natural. Yeah. Uh, it might not seem like much, but like when you start going through it, and like with the um, Marie Kondo experiment, basically, you have to you have to hold that item and and tell it like "thank you for serving me," and then you yeah. let it go. But also, it's just like, girl, that mm-hmm. stuff starts getting deep. Why like you holding that shirt like? You be saying thank you to the relationship. Thank you for serving me. and now I got to let you go. Um, And so I was like, I didn't know I was going to be crying tidying up. So it's just like there's a lot of different ways to release. But I do think tidying up is a huge one because you start to confront things that you didn't even know that you needed to confront. And you start to let go of things that you didn't even know that you needed to let go of. Because you have to ask yourself, does it serve me in my life today at this moment? Um, and then a lot of times we're, we're so cluttered up in our rooms and our bathrooms and everything that we don't realize that we're not making space for something new. Mm-hmm. Remember the time I told you guys that I bought 15 lotions? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and right. now I have like six in them. But we have to realize that um, we're growing constantly. Mm-hmm. And now I could see everything that I have. And now I know everything that I need. But I was really feeling some type of way because now I'm like, I don't really want any lotions that have scents in them. And that one does. I'm like, I just want straight shea butter. And it's like Mm -hmm. I had to declutter to see what I actually really needed. I have kept them because I'm about to use all of them up and then go to shea butter. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you have to be careful because you might start cluttering yourself Mm -hmm. with things. You
1: don't
2: don't,
0: need. You don't even serve you no more. I don't right. even want to put that on my skin anymore.
2: Right. Because yeah. as you grow, you, you want to need for it. different things. Exactly. So, like, if you get all these things at this point in your life, mm-hmm. you might not be the same person five, exactly. 10 months down the line to even want what you wanted today.
0: Right. And so, that's the word. It's just very important. It's just like, that's why I'm like, we really, like, I've tried to be the ones to stock up too, but it's just like, <laughs> That toilet paper might not serve you So like, (laughs) organic toilet paper might serve you better. For real. But you just have to be okay with, like,
2: releasing. I guess that's why they say live in the moment. You really do. Because when you live in the moment, you're not trying to hoard all this stuff around Mm -hmm. you. You're like, okay, I'm going to take what I need for this moment right now, what serves me for right now, and then Mm -hmm. tomorrow I'll get what I need for right then and there. Right.
0: And all, like, this toxic, toxic, toxic... (laughs) Toxicity or anything—it might not even be toxic, but just all this stuff that you have in your soul Mm -hmm. and your body that you might not need—it's just cluttered up, Mm. and it doesn't have any room for love to come in, for Mm -hmm. for financial gain to come in, for business opportunities come in, because you're all cluttered up and focused on the wrong thing inside. Mm, So it's like the same thing in the natural as in the spirit and the soul. So it's just like. We got to use both, okay? We got to fight both ways. (laughs) That's so true. Because
2: when you think about on a physical level, think about all these materialistic things that we just surround ourselves with. All of these things have an energy. Like the intent that person made it from, the intent that the person whom gave it to you from is Mm. all carrying some type of energy on that. You may think there's just a little teddy bear, a little innocent teddy bear over there, but that teddy bear was given to you out of the intent of "I love you, you're mine," and so mm-hmm. you still have that energy surrounding you, like you you still belong to someone else in in their mind, and mm-hmm. you don't even think because every time you see that bear, it makes you think of them automatically, mm-hmm. and oh, it's it's just deep because when we when we grow such attachments to things and we're taught like as early as two, mine, 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 you get yeah, attached yeah. to things and. So when we say release and let go, that can be very difficult for some people. Like, cause some people just like to see quantity, right? And it makes them th- feel. to feel an empty void within them. They mm-hmm. like, if I have all these things around me, or in my thing, I went through. I'm so glad I'm out of this stage. But about two or three years ago, I went through this stage of. It wasn't quantity. It was like quality things like i i felt like i needed in top name brand designer if i had something that cost x amount of dollars or not even cost but if it was worth this amount because i wasn't paying no a full price but if it was just worth this amount i felt like it felt some type of it, it gave me some type of significance or self so this false sense definitely false self significance false and so it's just be careful that you don't get it whether it's quantity feeling like if i have 10 lotions or 10 soaps or 10 whatever the case may be laundry detergents that you don't get so caught up in 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 causing or seeking for that validation out of quantity or whether it's designer like i can't have these shoes unless they don't cost 300 and above because when it's all said and done (laughs) You were going to get tired of those same shoes. You were going to get tired of that lotion. You were going to get tired of this thing. Too much of anything, it, it cannot be... I mean, it can be detrimental. And,
1: mm-hmm. That's um, like ego right
2: there.
1: That, ego. That big ego. Yeah. Ooh. That reminds that me of, to be the
0: name of this podcast. <laughs> this remi- when you say you started thinking about quality so funny you said that because just if y'all go back to what i was talking about at first about like how do i heal so i was i watched this movie called eat pray love Mm. um and it's a book too it's basically this this lady she goes and travels the world to find out you know what life really means Mm -hmm. to eat pray and love and travel basically so i was Mm. like "Mm, in order to heal maybe i need to go travel and stuff like that but then I was like okay if you were tripping not because I went. I was telling myself like if you gotta you yeah I know a lot of people travel to find themselves but I don't feel like I need to figure out how in any circumstance how I can heal myself
1: yeah.
0: what if I can't travel what if I can't Go to you know India to sow my like sow my oil oats, but to to just explore and be free. Like, and even though I can travel, it's just like I don't want that to be the thing that heals me. I want to be able to heal anywhere I'm at, whether I'm in a cave
1: <laughs> or really? whether I'm
0: in Egypt, you know? Mm. And so I was like, okay, I can't put a band aid over this healing process where I could just go and explore and blah 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 blah, which is mm-hmm. cool and find it And I know it works for some people, but I wanted to make sure that I'm able to heal right exactly, you know, where I am I am. Of course you have to put yourself in positive environments and stuff like that. But just alone in my body wherever I am I myself with God am equipped to heal myself mm-hmm. where, whether I'm in the projects or whether I'm in a palace within myself, within my soul I can have peace, love, joy, happiness everything that God mm-hmm. wants for me mm-hmm. and so it's just like we we sometimes think a relationship jumping to a new relationship will heal me going, traveling will heal me mm-hmm. um, just all these other experiences material things uh, relationships can heal me. food can heal me mm-hmm. that's just a band-aid mm. figure out how you can heal be in tuned and listen to yourself what what do you really need
2: what do you really need and it may, it makes me think because so many times People, we try to put these false sense of stipulations on what can really heal us. If mm-hmm. I, Maybe if I do this, maybe if I do that. Mm-hmm. But it's really just pushing your healing process further, further, mm-hmm. and further back. Because we could have been healed already had we kept not saying, but I may, I need to do this. And knowing good and well, like, I'm not saying you can't do that, but right, right, that's right. going to take so much. Sometimes you don't even have the resources to go do this thing sometimes you you don't have access to these certain things to just go for a whole year on a (laughs) missions trip to go. And it's just like, think about those people that, so, okay, I'm going to just go back. So I like how you said, basically it's just doing whatever you need, whatever it takes so that you can heal right now, whether you're in the palace, whether you're Mm -hmm. in the projects. So I think the most important thing with healing is just finding your own happy space Mm -hmm. right now, wherever you are. Wherever you are right now, create that euphoric, um, miracle, magical land right now wherever you are. Even if if you're at a home that you dislike being at, go and sit at Barnes & Noble. Go to 24-Hour Fitness. Go to your local park and just find a place that brings you joy and spend most of your time there. Go take your books there and study. Go take your, your instrument there and play whatever it is that you need to do to simulate that happy place for as long as you possibly can because... The healing process is based on our emotional state. And so you want to get yourself to, to feel and experience as much positive and happy emotions for as long as you possibly can throughout these 24-hour days. And so the longer you can feel happier, the more you're creating the paradigm that you truly want to live in for long term.
0: Right. I love that. Create your magical space. I just went in with Lead with the open heart. Um, I know a lot of these traumatic experiences or just any experience that we call you heartache um, that you need to release, release it so you can have an open heart and move through through life so it can flow through you um, and not get stuck. Hmm. We don't want to get stuck. Just hmm. have an open heart and everything's going to be okay. So,
2: what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's
1: affirmation time. It's affirmation time.
2: Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is a positive affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life, either for the good or for the bad. So even in the Bible it states let the weak say I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, say say key word here guys, say I'm feeling strong, I'm am feeling amazing, I'm am feeling like my best self. And then do your take it a step further to try to really experience that emotion of what it actually feels like to feel happy, to feel joyful. Um guys, it also states in the Bible there's either there's death and life in the power of the tongue. So there's nothing in between that. It's either we're speaking, using our tongue to speak death, or we're using our tongue to speak life. So let's do our best to transform our life by speaking life into our lives. Yes. Who wants to go first? I can start it
1: off. um, Because this is the podcast about releasing. I'm not letting no situation have power over me. Yes. I am free. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just going to say
0: the same thing (laughs) in different words i am liberated Mm.
2: i too am gonna say the same thing in different words (laughs) i let go of things that no longer serve me that's huge Mm -hmm.
0: leave your affirmations down below but make sure they're positive And when you do that, also make sure to subscribe on wherever Mm -hmm. you're listening to us, whether that's SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, make a few comments or whatever, and if you are on Apple Podcasts, yes, we really appreciate it, and if you are on Apple Mm -hmm. Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star rating and write something very sweet for us to hear. of course we're on all the social media platforms and feel free to share and connect with, connect with us there it's soul filling podcast s-o-u-l space f-i-l-l-i-n-g we love you guys so much well,
2: until next time soulmates